Welcome to Zichud Avsi Manam Rabbi Ram Goldhar and today Mazachas Nadarim Tav Samach. The beginning of the eighth parak Konam Yain. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, the eighth parak begins Konam Yain Shani Tom Hayom Enu Asur Ela Shetachshach. If one says wine is Konam for my taste in today, is only forbidden until it gets dark. The term today does not apply a full twenty-four hour period, but the remainder of that particular day. Similarly, if one makes a netter for this week, or this month, or this year, or this seven-year cycle, he's forbidden until the end of each respective period. However, the Mishnah distinguishes between Shabbos and the Shemitah year, both of which are considered the end of the respective time periods and are included in the netter, versus Rosh Chodesh and Rosh Hashanah, both of which are considered the beginning of the next time period and not included in the netter. If someone made a netter for Yom Echad one day, he's forbidden for one full 24-hour period from the time he made the netter. The same applies to a netter of one week, one month, one year, or one seven-year cycle. Point number two, Rabbi Yirmiya said, When it gets dark, he must still ask Chochem for a heter for his netter, although the term of the netter ended already. Rabbi Yosef explained the reason, A gezera of the netter of today was made because of possible confusion with the netter of one day. The rabbis were concerned that if someone drinks wine after nightfall by a netter of today, which is permitted, people may assume the same applies to a netter of one day and not wait the full 24-hour period. To avoid this mistake, they required a person to seek a heter on his netter of today before partaking of the formerly prohibited substance. The Gemara clarifies that the reverse was unnecessary, namely to require one who made a one-day netter to seek a heter before drinking wine after 24 hours but before nightfall because no one will think that a netter of today could possibly end before nightfall that day. Rabina quoted the above ruling as being based on the statement of Rabinasan who said, Anyone who makes a nether is as if he built an altar when it is forbidden. And if he keeps a nether instead of seeking a heter, it's as if he sacrifices on it, which is liable to Karis. And point number three, the Gemara presents an inquiry. If he said wine is konum for my tasting for a day, what is the halacha? Is it like a nether of today and forbidden only for the remainder of that day? Or is it like one day and forbidden for a full 24 hours? The Gemara attempts to resolve the question from a mission which taught that a nether of today is until the end of the day, which would imply that a nether of a day would not have the same halakha, rather it would be for a full 24 hours. The Gemara responds that the reverse inference can be made from the second case of the mission which taught that a nether of one day is for a full day, which implies that a nether of a day would only be forbidden until the end of that day. Rather, no inference can be made from this Mishnah. Rabashi suggests another proof, but it's ultimately rejected, and the inquiry is left unresolved. So once again, the three points are number one. The eighth parak begins, If one says wine is konum for my tasting today, he's only forbidden until it gets dark. The term today does not apply a full 24-hour period, but the remainder of that particular day. Similarly, if one makes a netter for this week, or this month, or this year, or this seven-year cycle, he's forbidden until the end of each respective period. However, the Mishnah distinguishes between Shabbos and the Shemitah year, both of which are considered the end of the respective time periods and are included in the netter, versus Rosh Chodesh and Rosh Hashanah, both of which are considered the beginning of the next time period and not included in the netter. If someone made a netter for Yom Echad one day, he's forbidden for one full 24-hour period from the time he made the netter. The same applies to a netter of one week, one month, one year, or one seven-year cycle. Point number two, Rabbi Yirmiya said, When it gets dark, he must still ask for a heter for his netter, although the term of the netter ended already. 
Rav Yosef explained the reason. A gezerah of the nether of today was made because of possible confusion with the nether of one day. The rabbis were concerned that if someone drinks wine after nightfall by a nether of today, which is permitted, people may assume the same applies to a nether of one day and not wait the full 24-hour period. To avoid this mistake, they required a person to seek a heter on his nether of today before partaking of the formerly prohibited substance. The Gemara clarifies that the reverse was unnecessary, namely to require one who made a one-day nether to seek a heter before drinking wine after 24 hours but before nightfall because no one will think that a nether of today could possibly end before nightfall that day. Ravina quoted the above ruling as being based on the statement of Rabbi Nassim, who said, Anyone who makes a nether is as if he built an altar when it is forbidden. And if he keeps a nether instead of seeking a heter, it's as if he sacrifices on it, which is liable to Karas. And pointing with you, the Gemara presents an inquiry. If he said wine is konum for my tasting for a day, what is the halacha? Is it like a nether of today and forbidden only for the remainder of that day? Or is it like one day and forbidden for a full 24 hours? The Gemara attempts to resolve the question from a mission which taught that a nether of today is until the end of the day, which would imply that a nether of a day would not have the same halakha, rather it would be for a full 24 hours. The Gemara responds that the reverse inference can be made from the second case of the mission, which taught that a nether of one day is for a full day, which implies that a nether of a day would only be forbidden until the end of that day. Rather, no inference can be made from this Mishnah. Ravashi suggests another proof, but it's ultimately rejected, and the inquiry is left unresolved. All right, so now we go to Simadav Samach, and this one was suggested to us by Eli Tabari from Texas and by Joe Mann from New Jersey. They both suggested that Samach is a smiley face, and we use a smiley face sticker for the Simmons. So here goes. The man who said, Conan, my smiley face sticker collection today, and want to use them after dark, waited impatiently for a heterochachem that was needed because of a gazera. But the rabbi was busy trying to figure out whether his friend, who made his smiley face sticker collection Asrfa a day, should be treated as if he said one day or two day. Once again, it's a motion. The man who said, Kona, my smiley face sticker collection, smiley face sticker collection, that must be more on Samach. The man who said, Kona, my smiley face sticker collection today and want to use them after dark, which reminds us, the eighth parak begins, Konim yan shani tom hayom, ino If one says wine is konim for my tasting today, he's only forbidden until it gets dark. The term today does not apply a full 24-hour period, but the remainder of that particular day. If someone made a netter for yom echad, one day, he is forbidden for one full 24-hour period from the time he made the netter. The same applies to a netter of one week, one month, one year, or a seven-year cycle. So the man who said, Kona, my smiley face sticker collection today and want to use them after dark, waited impatiently for a heterochachem that was needed because of a gazera, which reminds us, Rabbi Yirmiya said, that when it gets dark, he must still ask a chacham for a heter for his netter, although the term of the netter ended already. Rabbi Yosef explained the reason, gazera hayom mishum yom echod. A gazera of the netter of today was made because of a possible confusion with the netter of one day. The rabbis were concerned that if someone drinks wine after nightfall by a nether of today, which is permitted, people may assume the same applies to a nether of one day and not wait the full 24-hour period. To avoid this mistake, they required a person to seek a header on his nether of today before partaking of the formerly prohibited substance. So the man who said, Kona, my smiley face sticker collection today and want to use them after dark, 
waited impatiently for a heter chacham that was needed because of a gezerah. But the rabbi was busy trying to figure out whether his friend, who made his smiley face sticker collection usher for a day, should be treated as if he said one day or two day. Which reminds us, the Gemara presents an inquiry. Amr konim yan shani tom yom mai. If he said wine is konim for my tasting for a day, what is the halacha? Is it like a neder of today and forbidden only for the remainder of that day? Or is it like one day and forbidden for a full 24 hours? The question is left unresolved. So once again, the man who said Kona my smiley face sticker collection today and want to use them after dark waited impatiently for a heter chacham that was needed because of a gazera. But the rabbi was busy trying to figure out whether his fan who made his smiley face sticker collection usher for a day should be treated as if he said one day or two day. Alright, now it's time for a four-block back chazar. Daf Nun Vav. So the simmer Daf Nun Vav is a shusher and shul going nu nu, nu nu. The shusher and shul, shusher and shul, that must mean daf nun vav, nu nu. The shusher and shul who lived in an upper story because he was sold a house within a house, which reminds us of a machokz of the chomim, whether one who makes a nether from a house includes the aliyah, the upper story. And Ula says, if a seller says, I'm selling you buys babesi, a house in my house, he may show him the upper story, meaning he can later claim that the inferior upper story is the sole property since the burden of proof is on the buyer attempting to take possession. So, the shusher and shul who lived in an upper story because he was sold a house within a house, stood on his dargash, which was next to his bed, right by the window, which reminds me of Malchus, whether one who makes a nether on his bed includes a dargash, which is determined to be a bed made of a leather sheet that is tied onto the bed frame with loops. So, the shusher and shul who lived in an upper story because he was sold a house within a house, stood on his dargash, which is next to his bed, right by the window, to loudly shush the man who had taken a vow from the city that he was speaking too loudly while wrongly standing in its seventy and two-thirds amos extension, which reminds us, the next mission states, One who vows from a city is permitted in its tchum of two thousand amos, but it's forbidden in its seventy and two-thirds amos extension because the extension is considered a part of the city. So the similar Daphne is nose, and we often use Pinocchio. So here goes. The Pinocchio puppet, Pinocchio, that must be Randolph Nunzain, knows. The Pinocchio puppet that had been exchanged for a fruit that one had said, Conum these fruit on me, and was also deemed forbidden, which reminds us the next mission states, one who says, Conum perus ha'io alai, Conum hen alpi, Conum hen lafi. If one says, Conum these fruit on me, or these are Conum upon my mouth, or these are Conum to my mouth, he's forbidden even in their exchanges, meaning, goods received in exchange for them and in their growths, meaning that which grows from them. The run explains that by specifying an object, it's like hectish and therefore shares these two properties of hectish. So the Pinocchio puppet that had been exchanged for fruit that one had said, Conum these fruit on me, and was also deemed forbidden, was tossed out in Atlanta on top of an onion that was picked during Shemitah, and then replanted in the eighth year, which reminds us, the Gemara presents the question, Batzel she'akar b'shviyas, an onion that was picked during Shemitah, giving it Shemitah sanctity, and he then replanted it during the eighth year, and its new growth exceeded its original root. What is the halacha? Do we say, since the growth exceeded the root, Osum gedue heter, malinus iser olo. Those permitted growths nullify the forbidden root, and the entire plant is permitted or not. Rather, the growths are themselves forbidden as an extension of their forbidden root. So, the Pinocchio puppet that had been exchanged for fruit, that one had said, conan these fruit on me, and was also deemed forbidden, was tossed out and landed on top of an onion that was picked during Shemitah and then replanted in the eighth year, right under an old tree which had a young tree with fruit that was orla, 
grafted onto it, which reminds us, Tua Marim held that new growth does not nullify the old root. Rather, the growth itself is forbidden as an extension. Rabbi Yochanan said that a young tree with fruit, which was forbidden as orla, which was grafted onto an old, permitted tree, even if the fruit grew 200-fold, which is the requisite amount for orla nullification, they remain forbidden, despite the fact that the young tree is considered part of the old tree, and its new growths would be permitted if not that they grew from forbidden fruit. Dafnun Ches. So the similar Dafnun Ches is Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper. So here goes. Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper. Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper. That must be learned Dafnun Ches. Noach. Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper, who heard that the animals were not fed because someone dropped a tiny bit of tevil into their food, making it all usser, as a davrishiation materin, which reminds us, the Gemara attempts to bring up proof that growths have the halacha of their roots from a bryson in which Rabbi Shimon taught that any davrishiation materin, any prohibited item, which has a method to permit it, such as tevel, which can be permitted through tithing, forbids a mixture with even a minimal amount. But items which cannot become permitted, such as truma, all the proportions by which their mixtures would be permitted. So, no Goldberg the zookeeper who heard that the animals were not fed because someone dropped a tiny bit of tevel into their food, making it all usser, as a davrishiation materin, told the staff to feed them chasayos, which were grown the eighth year by the gardener, suspected of violating Shemitah observance, which reminds us, Rabbi Shimon Lezer said about one pruning chasayos, a type of vegetable defined later, as those whose roots do not decompose, such as garlic or onions, in Yisrael chashon shviz, if he's pruning with a Jew, who is suspected about Shemitah observance, and thus needs to consider the possibility that the chasayos are Shemitah produce replanted, what he prunes in the year after Shemitah is permitted because the possibly forbidden root has been sufficiently exceeded by the eighth year growth. So, Noah Goldberg the zookeeper who heard that the animals were not fed because someone dropped a tiny bit of tevil into their food, making all usser as a dover materin, told the staff to feed them chasayos, which were grown in the eighth year by the gardener suspected of violating Shemitah observance, and explained that because Shemitah's prohibition is a result of the ground, so too is its nullification, which reminds us, having proven that Shemitah growths are permitted, the Gemara said this should refute the opinions of Rabbi Yochan and Yonason, who said otherwise on the previous daf by Orla and Klein. The Gemara answers, Shanya Shviz, Hoyova Yisura, Al Yidei Karka, Betelas and Nami Al Yidei Karka. Shemitah is different because since its prohibition is a result of the ground, which imparts Shemitah status, its nullification happens through the ground by the growths of the non-Shemitah year. Orla, on the other hand, is forbidden because of the tree's insufficient age, and climb is forbidden because of the forbidden mixture. Dafnun Tess. So the similar Dafnun Tess is a knight. So here goes. The knight, knight. That must be more Daf Nun Tess. The knight who was brought before the king for making a netto and fruit causing the growths to be forbidden as a davrishiyashim materin because he had a mitzvah to be matir nadir, which reminds us, one who says these fruits are konum upon me, if the promise of seed does not decompose, even the growths of its growths are forbidden. Konumos are different since if he wants, he can ask for an annulment of the nether, and they're like an item that has a method to permit it, which is not nullified in a robe. Konumos, there's a mitzvah to know because making the dharm is generally inappropriate, and that's why they're considered a davrishiyash materin. Truma, on the other hand, has no such mitzvah, so it can be nullified in a mixture. So the knight who was brought before the king for making a nether on fruit, causing their growth to be forbidden as a davrishiyash materin, because he had a mitzvah to be matir nadir, could not answer the court elder's challenge of where the permitted root of a tithe onion that was subsequently replanted went, which reminds of Yochanan daf nunzain, 
Amabay said that onions, which were tithed and then replanted, are subsequently tithed according to their entire volume, including the original roots, despite their already having been tithed. When Rabbah quoted this before Rav Chis, Rav Chis objected. Who will listen to you and Rabbi Yochan, your Rebbe, regarding such a statement? Where did the permitted original root go? Although the new groves required tithing, the original root should not. So the knight who was brought before the king for making a net on fruit, causing their groves to be forbidden as a depreciation material because he had a mitzvah to be matir nadir, could not answer the court elder's challenge of where the permitted root of a tithed onion that was subsequently replanted went. So he was sent to expend effort and replant forbidden fruit and not rely on the rain so they can be batabarob. Which reminds us, perhaps only in a case where one did not expend effort to nullify the plant, meaning he didn't replant it, rather it was rained upon and grew on its own, therefore it's not nullified by the growth of ahika the katarich batabaruba. But where one did expend effort to nullify the plant by replanting it, perhaps it does become batabarob. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.